podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to festive game week 19. Um, we all hope that one day we can reach a top, top placing in FPL and maybe, just maybe, win it. Uh, today I'm joined by someone who could actually do that. My name is Joe and joining me to reveal his team ahead of game week 19 is the current world number nine, Dylan. Dylan, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Joe. Thank you for having me on. Um, I'm excited to share some uh, some of the season so far. Excellent. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see your team. Um, I'm sure everyone else is as well, because uh, we want to try and copy it and, and, <laughs> and copy what you're doing. Uh, I, I said before, go on air, that when uh, I used to do the scout cast with uh, Mark and, and Gramber, we used to get people like you on. Uh, you know, top 10 placing people and we were the kiss of death. We used to give terrible advice and they would plummet. Um, so a caveat, anything I say, ignore and and everyone listening and watching everything Dylan says, um, except what he says. And Joe, <laughs> you'll never beat the Irish luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, his Irish luck is doing well, but also skill, because as we'll find out, he is no stranger to a good uh, rank finish in FPL as well. Um, just before we have a look at his previous seasons and also his seasons so far, before we look at his team reveal, um, just a reminder... Everyone watching and listening to uh, press that like button and also to subscribe um, if you're not subscribing already to keep updated with our videos and podcasts. Also, uh, there's a seven day free trial over at fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. Do check that out. Um, a 20% offer as well there. So you can uh, construct your own tables, have a look at the season ticker, sort by difficulty, all those kinds of things. And the Rate My Team tool. So lots of uh, tool, uh, bells and whistles uh, over Christmas to uh, look at there. Um, okay, Dylan, let's have a look at... I've got... Uh, pictures on your screen now of your 2023-24 season so far and that shows currently at ninth and also your previous uh, seasons so um i'll go with your previous seasons first because cool um now um if any haven't you're quite young as well so I i'm am, presuming yeah. at school you started playing fpl and, a, and yeah a, and a familiar story is you sort of didn't take it that seriously or were maybe competing in a mini league and yeah. Um, but now you are um yeah so how so, what's your history i suppose um my brother is a massive uh Spurs fan he got me on things early um he wanted to put me in the right path so at a young age um i'd say that's about five six years ago now so i only would have been 14 <laughs> so <laughs> these are ranks for a 14 year old that maybe they're not the best but uh just inactive as well i mean if you go through some of the transfers, I don't think a lot happened. But so basically, my brother put me straight, and he told me, "Look, uh, this is what you're doing now, and give it a go." Um, but yeah, uh, I was someone that was always in mini leagues um, with my mates, and um, we done some drafts. Uh, so I often actually played draft more more than anything. Okay. I hadn't a clue about overall rank. I didn't even know it existed. Um, but yeah, I just at the start, I suppose first three years, I picked um, random players. I didn't. I didn't watch anyone except Tottenham. Uh, massive Spurs fan, I'm sure okay. most of you know by now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2021, then I was in my last year in secondary school and I started taking things a bit serious. It got At the start of the season, I was like uh, number five in Ireland and I mm. boasted about it to all my mates um, who was absolutely crushing in the mini league, my ad. Uh, <laughs> didn't get on to me for that. But um, yes, uh, week by week, I was doing really well. Uh, it was the team of Pookie year and uh, I was on fire. So I just kept that up and um, things happened to work out for me. Okay. Yeah, that 2020-21 season, um, you got uh, top 5,000 finish. You finished 4,323rd. 
uh, you know, the previous seasons, as you said, you alluded to, well outside the top million there. Um, being a Spurs fan now, I can't. I mean, pretty much Harry Kane, um, Son, they do well most seasons. So I'm presuming there was some Spurs investment in 2020, 21. That Harry Kane up. was Harry Kane and Jamie Vardy. They were my two guys. Right. Okay. <laughs> there we go then. Because uh, yeah. some, sometimes you get that. You get a couple of players. I remember past seasons when I played. You might have been playing them when Luis Suarez was there. He might have left the league by then. Mm. But yeah, exactly. He pretty much carried <laughs> carried my <laughs> season for that season. Um, Makes it more fun too yeah. when uh, you have a player that's doing well in real life and in the game. It's like yeah. a two-in-one package. Yeah, definitely. Um, but um, um, so, um, yeah, still still quite strong finishes 2021, 20, 22, 22, 23. So, um, you know, well within the top 200K, um, just outside the top half million there. Um, but But nothing like it was before. Um, but this season um, is a completely different story. So you started off game week one in about six million. So I think I think yeah, there was only right. seven or eight million, and now you're ninth. So you, you you've been in the top ten since game week eight, and then dipping out and then back in again uh, over that period. Um, what is what is the main reason you've done well? Do you think this season? Um, this reason. Uh, the reason this season is I've watched so many games this season. Um, mm-hmm. As I'm getting older, like I'm starting to make a lot more of my own decisions, how I see things, you know what I mean? <clears throat> I suppose when you're younger, like, um, you know, you're asking for people for tips. But now I'm doing things with my own eyes kind of way. Um, I'm, and I'm more invested, to be honest. Like, I take time to look at it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't be the biggest stack guy, but I'm more of an eye test, if anyone okay. believes in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I suppose this season, uh, I suppose at the start of the season, I wasn't doing well. And uh, a lot of people were letting me know I'm not doing well. <laughs> um, the no Haaland was absolutely kicking my ass at the start. So that's been, but, so you've had no Haaland. Have you had Haaland No Haaland for, no, for 18 game weeks so far. Oh my Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, FPL actually retweeted um, my thread that I made and I actually got my account going on Twitter. Um, yeah. But yeah, so 6.2 in the world near the start first two three game weeks and then um i brought in sterling game week three um ah. i don't know if you want to get into the team the well, team just yet I'll, I'll get i'll get into your uh gaming 19 team in a sec but we'll just look look at this sort of history so far okay. so yeah because I, I noticed in game week three i think you your um uh the your game week rank that that week was huge and it was and like no top one, 400 i think yeah so it was like mm. in the top 500 scores that week and yeah jump- so um yeah amazing sorry i suppose if uh like the first two game weeks kind of reflected how bad not having Haaland was mm. and then game week three and four kind of showed like all right if Haaland blanks or you have someone to cover him mm. you can do ridiculously well okay. so for example game week three i'm pretty sure Haaland um i don't know if he blanked that game week but certainly got me far or 38 points wow and in game week four i brought in son and alvarez and i think alvarez got like 14 and a captain son who yeah. got 40 okay and he matched talent so yeah that really helped of course um yeah. but that was the main thing and then i done a lot of good transfers um i started off with the likes of um Watkins and nunez mm. and uh i had trent at the start as well now trent got injured during the season okay and true, I'm not sure what game week it was, but I brought in Trippier. It got me 18 points, eight points. It was ridiculous, like. And then I was early on Bowen as well. Um, and of course, I already had Watkins. Um, and then I'm one to make a rogue captaincy choice for sure. Um, okay. But if it pays off, you know what I mean. Um, your rank is going to be ridiculous. So, 
I'd say I play with a lot of risk. Uh, and I know a lot of people are not for that. But for me, that's what brings a lot of enjoyment to the game for me. Like going into the game with not knowing what can happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So the rogue, so you captain Sterling. Game with one captain, Eze. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but but for every rogue decision like that, some work out. But when they work out, they it's spectacular. That going from six yeah. million to one hundred fifty six k is huge. Mm. And then going from one hundred fifty six k to on the edge of the top ten k is even huger. <laughs> exactly, and it just gets better and better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I suppose like. High risk, high reward. That's yeah. general thing in life, and uh, it applies to fancy football as well. Um, just go with what you believe in, and uh, it will pay off if if you really think it. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, so you've been in a, sort of hovering around the top ten, sometimes dipping out two hundred eighty five fifth in game week fourteen. I mean, these are still great ranks. Um, but what 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 has been the secret to staying in the top ten k to sort of being hovering around that point? Yeah. Um, just stick to what I'm doing. So the strategy has been no Haaland so far, and for good reason, in my opinion. Um, you get to spread the funds, like, and this is a season with a lot of injuries. I see, like, people say, like, I'm fairly lucky, and of course I am, but a lot of people every week they have to make transfers because of injuries. Um, I'm playing with like a, a very good squad, I'd say. So I don't, I, I dodge bullets basically by not owning them, okay. and a lot of players I have are. Somewhat, so I have two or three that are usually a risk, but the rest are nailed. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, definitely don't play safe. Uh, okay. You need to, when you're in a position like this, I think you need to expect weeks when you don't have Haaland to get a red arrow and be okay, be okay with it. Because okay. there's going to be weeks that will come where you do really well when Haaland blanks, for example. Okay. So, um, I mean, we'll look at your team in a sec, but Haaland's currently injured, currently. Yeah. Um, but he could be back game week 19. Um mm. He could be back game at 20. I mean, he'll be back at some point. So that starts again. Do you have, with Son and Salah going to um, uh, their, their respective cup competitions in January, do you have any plans to get Haaland back in and sort of use that money? For sure. I think um, with those two going, I kind of don't really have much choice, to be honest. Okay. Um, absolutely. Everyone's going to have them if they already don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if those two weren't going, I would consider playing the season without him. But wow. I mean, he has great fixtures, yeah. and um, I, I think I'd be silly not to get him in. Okay. Well, I mean, we've we've had situations before when I started saying, you know, you could win it, and we've had situations before where FPL winners have made such a move. Um, I mean, the most sort of famous was was Ben Ben Crabtree, who uh, Everton fan went the whole season without any Liverpool. And that was the season of Salah. Mad. <laughs> so, uh, and he won it uh, because he, partly he adopted very similar tactics to you. He said, well, mm. if I'm not going to have um, Salah, I'm going to look elsewhere and hope mm -hmm. they pay off. And obviously it has with you. Um, okay, let's have a look at your team then. So, I mean, that's what a lot Ooh. of people are here for. They're looking to prepare for game week 19. Um, just before we come, actually, just before we look at it, um, you're, I noticed you wildcarded. When did you wildcard? <laughs> Um, I well carried game week 17. It was mostly Ooh, due to injuries. I didn't different. want to do it, but okay. a lot of people are saying it's uh, very similar to okay. the week before. And it is because I was happy with the midfield five and um, it was mostly to cover injuries. And I was unfortunately, Raul got a red card and uh, Pell got injured. So it definitely looks sim more similar now. Okay. But 
that was mostly to cover injuries, to be honest. Okay, right, yeah. Well, let's have a look at teams. So just put it in context, this is a sort of fairly newishly uh, wild-carded team. So do you want to read out your team? I, hopefully you've got them um, there on your screen. Yeah, just, I have it. Obviously, obviously, it's your team, so you should do. Um, do you want to read <laughs> out your, your team and sort of dwell on any key decisions that you've got? Um, we have double Liverpool. Uh, so Gabravka on goal. Newcastle have been unbelievable um, at home. Yeah. And uh, with Nuno Espirito Santos coming in for Forest, uh, I've seen him as Forest, and I think he'll need some time to make an impact on Forest. And they're not been great, so yeah. I think um, Newcastle have a good chance for a clean sheet there. Uh, double Liverpool at the back against Burnley. I think that it could be lethal. It either goes two ways, uh, they get subbed off early, mm-hmm. or I come out here with up to 20 points, potentially. Like The, the upside is outweighs um, anything else, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedro Parro versus Brighton. Um, big fan of Pedro Parro being a Spurs oh, fan. Yeah. And uh, Brighton, are, they look very vulnerable. They've conceded I think they're they're gone on a mad record. Um, I'm not sure what the stat is, but well, yeah, since I mean, I'm a, a Brighton fan, and so yeah. um, on the attack, they've they've gone, they've got the fourth longest scoring record consecutive games in Premier League history, that and it was bad. only beaten by Arsenal last week, and then they scored again last night against Crystal <laughs> Palace. So we're recording this on Friday for those uh, watching over the weekend, um, but. Yeah, but but they conceding every game. Um, that's right. Yeah. So that's what you're getting out of them. So that's why they're mm. a, a popular team. I say this tentatively amongst a sort of a second team because they're fun. <laughs> you can yeah, hundred percent. It's a bit like Spurs. Like um, yeah, you're, I like um, the Zerbi style. He's very attacking, possession based, and he's willing to take a risk. He's like me playing FPL. Yeah. Um, but he he's bringing in a load of young fellas, people he's willing to take a risk on, and mm. I think over the long haul even unfortunate injuries and yeah. you have a good run of fixtures coming now you have a good chance yeah and uh, also Evan Ferguson up front as well um, which is good <laughs> good for you in Ireland yeah, and, yeah. and I think we've he got an, I think we've got another Ireland young a young fella in the under 21s who's coming through as well so um, yeah keep an eye out keep an eye out <laughs> yeah Petra Pori's been in my team for a while and I completely agree I'm not yeah. a, a, I mean a, I like Spurs, but I'm not a Spurs fan. I'm a Brighton fan. Uh-huh. But uh, Poro, wow. He's one of my favourite players to own at the moment. <laughs> yeah, he's exciting. It's almost like playing with um, another midfielder, to be honest. Yeah. And I have Trent, so it's like playing with seven midfielders. <laughs> wow. That's, that's definitely the <laughs> that's way the to That's the thought process. So, so what's the decision around getting Alexander-Arnold and uh, Van Dijk as well? Because obviously this is for a number of game weeks. Yeah. Um, so... The idea was I've been watching a lot of Liverpool recently and they haven't been the most solid at the back. But every time I see Liverpool play, they have many, many set pieces, whether it's free kicks from the right, free kicks from the left, corners. Yeah. And usually the provider is strength. Yeah. And um, Van Dijk is a massive aerial presence. So he seems to get on the end yeah. of a lot of headers. Now, he hasn't converted too many this season yet. Yeah. But um, I don't know, the double look looks good. And I think... They have a lot. So when I brought them in, they had a, a good few home fixtures uh, against good teams and away fixtures against not so great teams. No disrespect to any of them. Yeah. Okay. So and and you've got a three five two. So what's your what's your midfield uh, game week nineteen? So with Cole Palmer, um, favorite um, around the FPL community right now. He's yeah. a he's great for the value. I actually brought him in really early. I got him for four point nine. So wow. really happy with him. Yeah. Um, Saka. He's a really good run of fixtures coming up now. Um, 
I'm not sure about the penalty situation, uh, but I'd be actually willing to get rid of Saka if he's not on the penalties, to be honest. Um, I've built up a lot of team value on him now, but it might come time for him to go. We'll see. Uh, Mo Salah, of course, and the Iron Man is on him for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not quite sure who I'm going to captain. Um, I know you might say, oh, it's obviously Salah. But mm-hmm. in a week like this, I'm well willing, willing to take a risk on like the likes of Trent. I've done yeah. it before and it hasn't paid off, but... I don't know. It it definitely tickles tickles my fancy. Okay. Um. Next we got Son. Yeah. Uh, Sonny's been great this season. Yeah. Um. He's he's on the penalties as well. Um. He'll be going away soon, so I'll be looking to get rid of him. Um. Someone I have my eye on. Uh. Keep keep an ear out for this is Bruno. Um. I really Ooh. like Bruno for FPL. Yeah. Okay. I know Man United are not been good, but if you look at my team, a lot of players are nailed or they play for a big side. Yeah. Um. I feel like if you play for a team like City, doesn't matter who you are, if you play for Spurs, yeah. Liverpool, Arsenal, and you're an attacker, you're likely to get returns. Yeah. Um that's not to say the lower league teams um they're not good assets, mm. but I just feel like, you know, if you put, for example, um Gabriel Azeus in City, he does well, you know what yeah. I mean? He put him in Arsenal, he does well. Yeah. So just um that's something to look out for as well when you're choosing players, I'd say. Mm. Uh, next we have Foden yeah. um, he hasn't done me so well so far but I think they have a double coming soon um, not quite sure when it is but they have a great run of fixtures and Foden I'm I'm happy to keep him mm-hmm. and uh, Haaland and De Bruyne are not in full training yet so I think I can get away with a few more weeks keeping up okay and then up front um, your strike force I mean the, the reason I'm, even though this is on the screen everyone can see that is more for the podcast version so they can't see yeah. it who's up front um, Gabriel Jesus um, a big, I'm actually a really big fan of Gabriel Jesus he mm-hmm. plays for Arsenal now but I like I like the way he is uh, does a lot, he gets a lot of flack because he doesn't score the most amount of goals but again he plays for Arsenal up top mm-hmm. and it looks like he's guaranteed minutes and he's done well the last three weeks mm-hmm. so it's a good punt to have in my opinion and he's a really good fixture coming up Okay, and I say the most surprising one in the team is probably Alvarez, but again, it's the same thought process. Like, I'm fairly sure with Haaland being out, okay. Alvarez is now on penalties. Uh, okay. He's on a lot of set pieces as well, and again, he's playing up top for City. Like, uh, it could be it could be a really good differential. I know he dropped in price this morning. I yeah. think. And uh, and who's who's on the bench? Um, I mean, I noticed that Pau. T- well, uh, one of the names is Pau Torres. I'm presuming mm. you probably might have been playing him a bit more regularly. But yes, he's injured at the moment. We think, uh, unfortunately, game, yeah, yeah. Game week nineteen. So who who's on your bench? So we got Martinez. Um, looking to start him next week for the home fixture. Great. Um, he looks a solid option for uh, probably a season holder if even. Um, we got. Jean-Philippe Mateta. Uh, mm. He was only a one-week punt for last week, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of people getting excited about that on Twitter, but yeah. I just needed someone to fill the gap for the blank. Yeah. Okay. Um, unfortunately, he didn't return, but it was uh, it was good to have someone to be excited about uh, yeah. for the game on Thursday, so yeah. I didn't mind doing it at all. Nah. Uh, Colwell against Chris Palace. Um, see, Colwell is someone that would either get you two points or six points, so okay. I have no problem benching him. Okay. Um, he could easily get a clean sheet in that, but yeah. I the upside for the three at the back that I have now is much higher in my opinion. Okay. And then we have Pau. Um yeah. I actually decided not to go to Consa because I felt like that was almost sidewards. Yeah. Uh, obviously in hindsight I probably should have went to Consa. Yeah. But I preferred risk and Mateta to be honest. And we don't know what's actually wrong with uh yeah. 
Torres just yeah, it's just a knock. I'm fairly sure. So we'll see what happens. I mean, with um, you know, the, the double Liverpool defense, Porro and Colwell already, you can you can certainly carry Pal Torres if he's injured for two, exactly, three weeks yeah. even. Um, you can easily carry him. Um, I'll there. be looking at um a City defender as well. Okay. I think they're going underneath the radar. Um, so um, well, I'll, I'll put the fixtures up in a sec, so that'll think about you know, so we can think about your sort of future. Um, moves um, there but I just want to go back to the captaincy as well because um, now early in the season um, uh, Salah was um, playing Brighton and Son was at home I can't remember who to uh, Luton I think maybe um, but he was the most popular captain that week um, certainly amongst engaged managers um, but I did a sort of captaincy video and I looked at all the stats and you, what you were saying earlier about Brighton's uh, clean sheets or rather lack of. And I, I went for Salah and he got a massive return and Son blanked. And I just wonder whether the same might happen this week as well. Because as you said, I mean, Son is in great form. Spurs are attacking side. Brighton always concede. Yeah. Um, and I mean, this fixture here, we could see some reduced minutes even for Salah. Um, I mean, Burnley away has been traditionally when... Klopp has rotated for some reason. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, he, are you still not definite on Salah, Captain? Because you mentioned Alexander-Arnold, um, but is Son, I, could Son be in your thoughts? I think Son is a good option. But personally, I don't fancy us against Brighton. I don't know what it is. Last year, I went over to watch um, Antonio Conte's side against um, Brighton and he ended up nicking a 1-0. Uh, oh. <laughs> so that's something was that, was, that, was that the Amex or...? Yeah. Uh, no, it was in uh, the Hotspur Stadium. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but just um, over Salah, I think they have a good break before they play Newcastle next. So, and he's going off to AFCON after yeah. that. Okay. So I think he will probably get 90, if I were to guess now. Okay. Um, but I prefer, if I were to pick between Salah and Son, mm-hmm. I personally would pick Salah. And if I were to pick between Trent and Salah, I suppose we'd have to see. <laughs> okay. Right, yeah. um, as I said at the beginning of the show, everyone... And including you, forget everything I say because you, whatever you're doing, <laughs> you're doing the right thing. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's have a look at the next few fixtures. Um, so I've got gaming 19 and, yeah. and up to gaming 23. So this takes us over this sort of festive period. Got gaming 19 and then up to gaming 20. And then we've got this bit of a break in January. Um, all those AFCON, Asia Cup players, they all go. Um, and then so you've got this, this from mid January, you've got 21, 22, 23 next few games there um teams are going to look different there's going to be no son no salah um harland will we assume we'd be back will be heavily captained most weeks um and meanwhile the fixtures change brighton are at the top um they've got top they've got tottenham west ham wolves luton and crystal palace uh in their next fixtures then manchester united so i'll dwell on this now you said about fernandez you like fernandez you got your eye on him and Manchester United with Aston Villa, Nottingham Forest, Tottenham, Wolves, West Ham. These these are good fixtures from an attacking point of view for them. Is that something you've looked at in Fernandes? For sure, yeah. Um, I think Fernandes is probably going to replace Son or Saka for me uh, okay. eventually. I'm not sure at what point because for the time being, I'm happy with both. Mm. Um, but again, I think, you know, I think Bruno is one of the best midfielders in the league. Um, I think he's heavily underrated by... Okay other fans uh, maybe that's just me now yeah. but I'm a big fan of Bruno and everything goes through him um, I say this all the time and I have you know, a lot of United friends so they're always giving me um, pointers but I know myself um, 
Chelsea are next in this season. So I've, I've, mm. I've sorted this by difficulty. Crystal Palace, Luton, Fulham. Then they Liverpool. That's a tough game. But then they got Wolves at home. Um, now, you, you already doubled up. Uh, you got a bit of their defence. You've got Palmer as well. Uh, with Jackson's off to AFCON. Um, and Kunku is starting to get minutes. Uh, Broya as well. Very cheap. And you've got Mateta. Mm. So you've got a sort of Broya-shaped <laughs> hole in your team. Uh-huh. Uh, um, are you are you tempted to get a bit more Chelsea, or are you still sort of looking at them and thinking, mm, are they good yet? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm actually. I think um, Chelsea get more criticism than they probably deserve. Mm. I know the results haven't been great, but I think stats wise, I know a lot of people love the stats. I'm not one for them myself, but stat wise, for goals and mm. xG and all that, they're well up there. Um, something they're lacking on is uh, key passes. I I watch a lot of um, like for example Tifu and four four two, and uh, one of the videos was about what Pochettino is missing, mm-hmm. and I thought it was quite interesting. And I think Nkunku could be that player that fills that gap. He's very creative, um, so he's very tempting to be honest. Mm-hmm. And especially if he's on penalties, uh, okay. I think I think he will most likely be the penalty taker. Mm-hmm. So he may probably makes Palmer a worse option, but at the same time he brings a lot of creativity. So. He could um, also benefit Sterling and Palmer. So um, I am kind of tempted, yeah. Okay. Uh, And next up is Arsenal. I mean, luckily they're in good form. Um, Mm -hmm. So you've also got Arsenal players. Um, uh, You've got got Jesus and Saka as well. So they've got West Ham, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest, then Liverpool in game week 23. So uh, up until that Liverpool game, pretty good fixtures there. are you tempted by someone like, say, Odegaard, or is just getting another, getting a third Arsenal attacker just a bit too far for you? I think it is a small bit too far. Um, those fixtures they have, they're good fixtures. Mm. I could see him conceding all of them at the same yeah. time. Maybe that's just me. Maybe not Forest, and they might get away with Palace. But um, don't get me wrong, Arsenal have one of the best defenses yeah. in the league, yeah. um, and these are great fixtures for him at the same time. <laughs> but I'm happy with just keeping Jesus and Saka. And uh, especially with the midfield slots, they're kind of royalty this year. They're the, you can get anyone in those spots and okay. quite do quite well. I mean, looking at this and and looking at your team as well, you know, uh, you can see your decision making. You say, you say you sort of take risks and and things, but um, this is very considered because you went for <laughs> Jimenez in your wild card. Yeah, and Fulham. Guess what? A fifth best fixtures from festive time it's through annoying, to January. It's annoying. So that's annoying, really but, you, but the thought too. process was there. It was, it was there, definitely, definitely. Yeah, um, um, he was going to be my my knight in shining armor, but it wasn't to be apparently. So, um, as you said, you you, you might get well get Harlem back it's in. Looking luckily, yeah. um, but you also already got Man City double up. They're going to have a double game week at some point with that rearranged yeah. Brentford game from game week eighteen. But meanwhile, game week nineteen, they got Everton, then Sheffield United at home, Newcastle away. Burnley and Brentford um, so a good b- bunch of fixtures there apart from that Newcastle game there so once again I can see that thought process of, of you doubling up already yeah um, and going for the top players um, they've got um, great fixtures um, mm. I would definitely be looking at a third third um, City player and it's probably oh. going to be a defender um, but at some point I'll have to switch probably Alvarez to Haaland which is probably a good move because um Alvarez's minutes is probably at risk once uh, De Bruyne and Haaland are back, of course. So, be interesting to see what Pep does. Um, it's interesting as we're talking and sort of thinking about my team as well, because that's what mm. everyone viewing and listening will be thinking about their team and how 
they can apply that. And my thought process around this time is I'm looking at Sal, uh, Salah and Son, and I'm, I'm looking at players like, say, Bowen or Richarlison, um, which I'm, I'm sure they're, they're sort of on your radar too. But but your thought process is, is, is good teams, good fixtures, and all of the teams that you're focusing on have got great fixtures. Whereas, whereas West Ham have got Arsenal, then Brighton, Sheffield United and Bournemouth are good, but then Manchester United. So real mixed fixtures. And they're the fourth West, fourth worst over this period. Um, some people might have gone for, say, Anthony Gordon, who may or may not be injured. Um, Isaac Wilson uh, at Newcastle attackers. But they've they got the, the second worst set of fixtures here. But you've only got yeah, the interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thankfully, I can switch interchangeably with Martinez. So I think... Right. That's uh, really handy. Okay. Uh, the is a great choice for the for the money, yeah. um, especially with how good Newcastle are at home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, looking at the fixtures here. So you've got Nottingham Forest for Newcastle. Uh, that's their opponents uh, in game week 19 there. Looking yeah. at Villa, they've got Manchester United. But guess what? Villa have got Burnley and Everton next to Newcastle. Meanwhile, I've got Liverpool City. So you can bench there. Exactly, and, yeah. Uh, I'm just sort of stress testing this, and then and then Newcastle got Aston Villa away, and Aston Villa obviously Newcastle and Aston Villa. So you take your pick, who's going to get the most save points, I guess, and then um, uh, Newcastle and Aston Villa. You can take your pick a little bit there because Aston Villa, Sheffield exactly, United. Yeah. So this, it, it's good. It, it's you, you can have Martinez exactly when you need him, and you can have Dubravka exactly when you need him as well. And I, I guess yeah, usually, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, Dubravka might actually be replaced at some point in January. Exactly, well. yeah. That's what I, I was going to say. Um, usually I don't play with two playing goalkeepers, but Dubravka for the price and uh, Newcastle's form at home is, is quite good. Okay. So, um, and I, I knew in the back of my mind that Dubravka is most likely going to be shipped on eventually. So I didn't mind having two playing goalkeepers in that sense. Okay. Now, I mentioned I'm, I'm looking at Richarlison as a potential yeah. uh, replacement for um, uh, Son. Um, you're a Spurs fan. Um, are, you, are you tempted by Richarlison? Yeah, I was really tempted by Richarlison, to be honest. Um, the only problem I had is for who. Uh, it's really hard to get rid of the likes of Saka because mm. um, the is Palmer, Price, mm. Son is going away soon. That was a consideration. Um, but I'd be silly to get rid of Son just yet, in my opinion. Oh. Uh, another one I think is slipping under the radar is Brendan Johnson. I know he's a head okay. injury now, but... Yeah. Richardson looks good right now because he's doing well, but any of the front four for Spurs, I'd say keep an eye on. Like it's not just Richardson. When from game week twenty one, when Son goes off to, for the Asia Cup, um, were you are you tempted to get Richardson then? Um, see, it's a mix up. Uh, I have to choose between uh, Bruno, um, Richardson, Brent Johnson. Um, I might be. I'm not sure. I haven't really looked at the pricing, but. Um, if I do Salah to Brendan Johnson, I can upgrade uh, Alvarez up to Haaland. So okay. that was something I was considering. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That. That. Yeah. And and the, you've anticipated my next question. Really, getting Haaland back in. If you don't have Haaland, that's actually harder than it looks. Um, but so yeah. with the team that you've got at the moment, I'll put it back on up on the screen so people can see it. Um, do you have anything in the bank at the moment? Um, so I think I have point four in the bank. My team value is one hundred and hundred and four. Okay. Which is not too bad. That's not too, not too bad. <laughs> Annoying, <laughs> annoyingly, I've, I, my team, I don't never really look at value, but my value is more than that. But obviously, I'm not in the top 10. <laughs> so I think I'd prefer to swap places, obviously. Um, but but with um, just looking to get Holland. So, so Salason gone, game at 21. 
Um, and so you're looking to upgrade. It's Alvarez would make way for Haaland and you would use money from the Salah and Son sale to get Haaland. Yeah, so Bowen, Bruno, Richarlison, Bren Johnson okay. for, and then Haaland maybe upgrade Jesus eventually to Watkins. That's the thought process so far. I think with the likes of the two Liverpool boys at the back and Paro, like these are these are fellas that are going to play ninety most yeah. weeks. Um, you're not going to get be- much better choices than them, so I'm happy to keep them for the long run. So far, anyway, as long as nothing comes up. And and thinking even further ahead, when mm. Salah and Son return, <laughs> yeah. you probably want them back. Um, for sure. So what's the plan then? Does then Haaland make way? And what if a gu- double game? That's very interesting though, because <laughs> I was thinking about that. How that's going to work. I don't think uh, once I get Haaland in, I think he'll be staying in my team. Okay. Um, Salah, I would I would prefer to have Salah over Son. Um, Salah is just mm. a phenom. Like it doesn't yeah. matter who he's against, he can always return. Yeah. Uh, whereas Son, like he he does go through his patches. He's been amazing this season. Don't get me wrong. But again, Richardson for the price and Johnson, I think it could be worse. Um, definitely there. Um, just before we go, any other thoughts about, say, game week nineteen? Um, some of the matchups there. So I'll put the uh, put the fixtures back up. So just to remind us who's playing game week nineteen. Um, just um, just any other general thoughts about game week nineteen? Advice as well. Um, Advice for this um, this this week and beyond for our, our listeners and viewers. I would I would say if you have eleven that you're happy with, don't go making a transfer just for the sake of it. Um, I would say tight congestion um, with uh, during December, and you'll eventually want Hallam back. So I would say try keep your transfer if you can, and uh, it'll give you way more flexibility for the fixtures to come. Excellent stuff. Um, uh, well, thanks so much for joining me. <laughs> it's been a real pleasure. Um, it's been a real eye opener for me. I, I've certainly rethought my plans, and <laughs> and and it and also one of the things I quite like about sort of FPL advice that sit that's simple. But yeah, but but works is you basically got good players from good teams, and it's just... it's not too complicated. Um, <laughs> just one thing I say is uh, I'm a large believer in like my opinion is just as valid as anyone. It doesn't matter where you are in the game. Yeah. I could, for example, next week I could drop down to outside the top five k. I could be on um, Focal's twat team. I, I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have. Um, yeah. And then the next week I could be outside the top ten k, but. That's not necessarily because I've made the wrong choice. That's just how FPL is. Yeah. Um. So just because I'm in the top ten, I wouldn't say anyone's opinion is any more as valid as mine. So okay. definitely do what you think, yeah. and it could work out for you. Just give it a go. Although I'm, I'm going to say your opinion is more valid. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly the mine because you're in the top ten. <laughs> but, um, okay, we'll take but, that. But yes, it's up up to people. You're very you're very uh, modest to say that, and and people can make up their own minds. But but I think a lot of people go, this guy's in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, if you if you tell me uh, oh, who should I bring in, mm. I won't name one player. If you suggest two fellas, though, I will pick one for you. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's excellent. Um, great advice. Thanks so much. Um, good luck in your attempt to win it <laughs> and uh you know i hope you stay in in the top 10 for a long time and you know are, are competing for the top slot and and that would be absolutely fabulous uh to uh to have spoken to a future champion uh <laughs> let's see how it goes um, so it far goes. so good i can't complain thanks for having me joe no thanks a lot um and just a reminder to everyone do press that like button do remember to subscribe as well if you're not already and then thanks so much for joining me take care see you soon thank you joe bye